G'day everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to a new live stream. My name is Jay Boston. I hope you're enjoying yourselves today in Melbourne. It's three, almost three o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. And the guy that we're interviewing today, it's actually Saturday night, 8pm in San Diego, California. So just wanted to say, yeah, different time, obviously. Hope it's okay for people. I know, for instance, London, it's super early in the morning. Uh, but most people are up and about and we've got different days going on. So it's going to be interesting. I can hear our guest. Uh, there's a dog in the background or something there. So I'll get him in. G'day, mate. Hey, what's up, Jay? How you doing, Eric? So this is Eric. Eric runs Shred Lights. That's right. Yeah, I can see the logo behind you there. Nice and prominently placed. Yep, at our, uh, our office here, yep. <laughs> yeah, cool. So how's everything going? going great yeah um you know starting out the year i know it's uh winter for a lot of uh riders uh out there so uh we're kind of just busy uh working on some new stuff but um yeah things are great fantastic new stuff good to hear i mean because it's been yep. i think july was when you were doing the production of the sl200s so it's been a six to seven months now since they've been released and they're they're going really well like i've seen them everywhere how, how do you feel it's gone <laughs> Uh, I think it's gone great. Yeah, we're, we're really proud of uh, how well the product's gone and how well it's been perceived by customers. And you now we're excited to build upon the success of the SL200. Fantastic. So, yeah, before that, you brought out some lights. Um, the USB, the micro USB port was a little bit hard to charge. You'd have to take it off. You, f you fixed a whole bunch of, I guess, customer feedback, which is really great. So tell us about what the process was on coming up with the SL200. Yeah, great idea. Uh, so basically, the original lights, uh, the high beams, uh, were kind of more designed for uh, street skateboarding. Um, and so once they started getting picked up by electric skateboarding, uh, we started getting uh, all this feedback uh, specific to electric skateboard us users, like you know, charging on the board, uh, having the USB port accessible, obviously wanting brighter lights uh, with further throw. So as we kind of uh, grew in the electric skateboard market, uh, we just tried to, you know, write down all this customer feedback and be super receptive to it, um, which made the design of the SL200 uh, pretty straightforward for us, um, you know, because customers are very vocal about the things they wanted and, you know, it really helped us in the design process. Totally. There it is. It's so cool. Nice. <laughs> and I got it charged, nice. so there you go. It's super bright and it's got all the different settings. That's a cool one. Yeah. All the little yep. settings by nice. button. Um, and I haven't even, I haven't tried yet, but do you know how I think some of them come with a red, uh, red light and a white light. Can you change the color like easily, or is it based on like that? Some of them are red, uh, it's some basically of them are white. a different color LED. Yeah. Yeah. So some are red, some are white. Exactly. Uh, and you know, most people start with the combo pack: uh, the two white in the front, two red in the rear. Yep. Hang on. That's one of them here. So that's the two pack that you can get. I filled that. You can probably hear it. I filled it with all the. Um, bits and pieces that you can get <laughs> all your different yeah, like um, componentry and stuff yep but yeah super happy with this i love the little usb port or the micro usb so you just pop that out there it is underneath yep. there it doesn't take very long to charge um and then yeah i've got it so it's got this little clippy thing on it that slides straight onto the trample board which you've probably seen a couple of videos on um, yep. Yeah, people are finding the connections are super easy. The mounts are really easy to put onto most of the boards too. Um, and you've just yeah. done the one wheel. 
Yeah, so our new sticky mounts now, uh, you can basically put on any flat surface, uh, including the rail of a one wheel. Damn. So good. Yeah. So we might Yeah, we're pretty pumped. Yeah, we might show, um, oh, just to say hi to some people that are watching that are in the comments. So we've got Nick Beaumont, Zachy TD. He's been watching us for a year and a half, so that's quite nice. Um, I'll bring nice. up your website. We can just have a little bit more look at it. Your website's pretty cool too, by the way. Um, <laughs> Thanks. There we go. I don't know why you can't be seen underneath there. That's a little bit weird. Uh, but yeah, let's just go through this. So yeah. Um, what kind of website is this a shopify website or is it a, um, yeah. yeah yep yep it's a shopify site yeah it's super cool so you've got underneath here you've got the shop and then i guess you got the one wheel lights the helmet lights skateboard lights this is all the same lights basically but just showing them showing what they can do yeah so it's, it's basically you know by use case so uh they're all sold with the sl 200 light uh but it just depends what kind of mounting kit uh you receive with the light yeah Gotcha. Yeah, I love your photography. Have you got someone specialized that knows how to do this or you've done this yourselves? Um, so those photos, uh, I hired a friend of mine and we shot. Um, kind of funny actually. Uh, so I was actually holding up the items <laughs> while he was shooting the photos. Yeah. So basically like, uh, you know, it, like when you see the skateboard, the front there, I was just out of frame holding the board up <laughs> and getting sure. the front into the, into the frame there. How did you do these ones? Um, yeah, I, uh, we shot those in November. Okay. And then you just photoshopped, like this background seems a bit different for each of them. So were you holding these up and then you photoshopped yourself out or blue screen or? Uh, so on those ones, I just had like a little metal bar for the helmet that held it up. Yep. Uh, and then the backpack, we use a little bit of fishing wire. Uh, and you can actually see behind me uh, to my left here as the brick wall that we shot all those photos on. Yeah, so yeah, just... yeah. That's right behind you. I'll just jump into that. Yep. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got a question for you straight away too. It's from Scott Noble. He wants to know when the uh, Picatinny rail mount is coming for the Kelly. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so we are working on releasing uh, several new mounts right now. Uh, first in line though is going to be a bar mount uh, for any bike or scooter. Nice. So that's kind of next up uh, that we're looking to release. Uh, and then we have, uh, you know, started looking at the Picatinny system, uh, you know, for the Cali and, and a few other boards use it as well. Yeah. Sounds good. And with the, with the lights, obviously they come with three different settings. Some people like to put like two of them, some four of them on the front of the, um, on their boards. Have you seen some pretty crazy uses of your, of your lights? Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's kind of something we're pretty excited about expanding uh, in 2020. Uh, you know, we just want to be a super universal light and come out with all these different mounts. So, you know, you can pop them off your skateboard. Uh, I think like last week someone tagged us, they put a light on their drone. Um, someone was uh, doing some renovation in their basement. So they were like under their sink. And so they took our backpack mount and clipped it on their sink and they're, uh, you know, renovating under their, under their plumbing. So all kinds of stuff. Great idea. I've even used it when I go exploring into, you know, dark places and stuff. These light up everything. It's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <sweet. laughs> no, it's really good. So I'd noticed um, when I was searching for shred lights, I don't, I'm probably sure you've seen this too, but when you have a look, hang on a sec. Have you seen this? That 
If you try and look up the hashtag ShredLights, it comes up saying the community has reported some content that may not meet Instagram's community guidelines. I'm sure Ooh. that's not to do anything with you, but there must oh, be someone that's, that's been going through being a bit being a bit naughty. <laughs> uh oh, yeah, that doesn't look good. Let me see. Let me see what pops up on the, on the app here because I, I just looked at it the other day actually. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, it's got six thousand three hundred posts, and I just wanted to show how other people have used the shred lights. G'day, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, you can see so it shows up in my feed here. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're not logged in, maybe it doesn't <laughs> show up. Maybe that's what it is. I have to check it out. Yeah, that's interesting. I've I've never seen that. Yeah, bizarre. Like super bizarre. All right, so let's have a look. I wonder at if it's uh, your location. You know what it could be? Could be that. Yeah, I don't know why, but. Mm, don't know. <laughs> let's have a look at some of the. <laughs> yeah, this is on your Facebook page. Just having a look at some of the photos that people have recently put in. So there's an own board with two on the front, two on the back, which is uh, nice. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, that is nice. nice. So it looks like you even added another another tail light too in the middle there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one that comes with the own board. That's the the oh, cool. kind of thing. So that'd be the brake light, I guess. Maybe it's got a gyro. I'm not quite sure. Uh, and then we've got some other photos. There's the clamp for the one wheel, which is cool. Is that the one that you stock? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Because yeah, do you find some people find that the one wheel lights just aren't that bright, and then they want to put more brightness on there? If they, you know, if they can yep. at nighttime. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, I've actually been, I've been uh, riding the one wheel the most lately. I've been having so much fun getting, getting used to riding it. That was going to be one of my questions too. Was like, what's your ride? Do you have different rides for different purposes? Like, what do you, what do you cruise? Yeah, around? definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it's been a slow progression of building up our collection. Now I think we have uh, like seven or eight different boards. Um, so it's really fun to kind of switch between them, but I mean, really like the short boards. So obviously, you know, I'll always be riding the Riptide. Um, really like the Boosted Mini too. Um, you know, that'll be shorter rides. If I'm going to grab lunch real quick, it's nice to have something, you know, I can put at my feet at the table and not be too big. Um, and then distance rides, uh, sticking with the Evolve GTX, uh, probably upgraded the GTR pretty soon here. Um, we got a Boosted Stealth too, Boosted Stealth, super fun. Um, let's see. Oh, I just not be here. We got a uh, a Super seventy three recently too. Actually, nice. uh, the electric bike. I think yeah, that's, that's the one. Been, um, that's, been that's the one Casey Neistat and uh, what's his mate that uh, now's taken over his studio. Oh, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. Those guys yep. have got them all too, which is quite cool. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. Those, those are really sweet. So the GTX, you haven't. You were saying you might upgrade to the GTR. Do you love that GTX, the bounce and the, you know, just it's yeah, a bit more yeah. Versatile. I really like yeah. the flex. Yeah, I've got about five hundred miles on it, I think. Damn. So I've been riding it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's up there. And then yeah, you've got a fair bit uh, to do with the Riptide, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So still got a Riptide. Uh, you know, as you know, I left left the company a couple of years ago, but still. Still believe it's the best short deck design. Uh, it's the most skatable. You know, I can ollie up a curb with it, no problem. Do kickflips on it and stuff. So I, I still like the deck the most, but a lot of competition now. <laughs> There's a stack of competition. I like. I got that Riptide for a bit of a trial as well, and I found that it was probably the closest to a short deck standard skateboard that you could ever find as an electric board. 
it was pretty amazing yeah. and like the range was okay it wasn't great but back then the range was good um and yeah, i found that the carving was pretty amazing for a for a short deck board it was it was it was pretty sweet and it looked like a shark you know had the like the fins at the back yeah it was awesome yeah yeah like it it's just you know to really innovate on the uh the electronics uh the battery the motors and stuff you know it takes a lot of uh a lot of capital to to make something good you know totally so so do you, you don't have much going on with that anymore do you you're not personally involved too much uh, no, actually, I've been like pretty much completely separated uh, since 2018. So yeah. basically, worked on it for um, just about two years through the Indiegogo phase, um, and then once I got up and running, uh, basically, you know, when we were on Indiegogo, uh, I was in my final semester of college, so I was running this Indiegogo campaign at uh, 18 credits in my last semester of school. And I was helping out with Shred Lights, you know, my business partner was, was helping as well, but just had so much on my plate for like five months that I had to make sacrifices, you know, whether it be on one of the businesses or just my personal life, you know, I didn't really get to see my friends very much. So kind of uh, coming out of that, once I graduated, you know, I decided that I wanted to really kind of focus down my life to, you know, things that I thought had the best opportunity um, and really just kind of believed in the the opportunity that Shred Lights has more so than, than Riptide did, I guess. Um, and just decided to, to step away and just focus on Shred Lights. Yeah, I mean, I find that you've you've got your family, your friends, you've got your business, you've got all the stuff that goes with running a business too. So you're doing, I guess, like how, how many people work there at Shred at the moment? Uh, right now, there's three of us, so we're pretty small. Yeah, and that's when you're doing <laughs> the marketing, the production, the logistics, yeah. like everything. Yep. So the whole website that I, I built and managed that. So that's pretty. So you did that independently yourself. Yep. Wow. That's up so there. We, so we we used to, we used to outsource it, um, but it was really expensive and the communication was slow. Yeah. So like a year and a half ago, I just decided like you know what I'm just gonna learn how to do this. So it's taken me a while, but you know just every day practicing a little bit, and now you know I'm still no expert, but. I can get the job done. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, because that's kind of what I do too. We do Shopify sites here and there. Um, and it, they can be daunting. Did you start with like a theme and then you've like customized it yeah. to suit your look? Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. And for any guys who use Shopify out there, uh, an app called Shogun Page Builder. Yep. Has been uh, has been key. So the, like the, in Shopify, it's kind of limiting to like the web the web page design that you can do. Uh, so I found this app, I think it's uh, like 30 bucks a month and you can do like uh, more custom plug and play type uh, web development. So that's been really useful. That is awesome. I'll have to check it out for myself. What's shotgun? Yeah. Shogun. Yep. Oh, Shogun. Gotcha. Cool. Yep. So yeah, you were talking about, let's, let's just jump back to these little things too. Um, that you'll probably be getting more into bike lights and anything else that really needs to light up at night. Have you like have you looked at scooters and that kind of stuff too? Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you know it's it's not necessarily about finding new customers in the bike market. Uh, it's more so that a lot of our customers that own an electric skateboard also own a bike and also own bike lights. So for them, if we can just come out with a mount now that simplifies their life you know so it's it's really more so for our current customers than anyone um just because yeah. now they can take out you know one more light and just use their shred light in one more place 
that's kind of, you know, we're trying to just be that single light you can use everywhere. It's less things to charge, just kind of help simplify our customers' lives. Even the cable that you've uh, done with it, that's got a double charging point. And I noticed you can buy a quad charging cable too. So you can do four lights at once through one cable. It just yep. makes it simple. Just yep, exactly. Yeah, we, we love that kind of, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess that's where, like, how often do your your team of three get together and you're like, all right, let's have a look at the feedback. Let's have a look at what people are saying. Where can we make adjustments? What's going to be that next product? Do you, what, every month, every week? Um, as far as, like, a set meeting, I'd say uh, about once a month. Yeah. But, I mean, every single day, um, you know, our customers are letting us know, you know, where we can get better. Um, and we really, you know, try and make a note of, of saving that feedback. Um, and in our customer support mailbox, uh, how we manage all the incoming emails, uh, we'll tag different conversations. So like if a customer has a board and the mounts aren't compatible, then we'll tag what board they have and the issue they had. And then we can 3D print a prototype to address that and then send that prototype to that customer and ask them to test it for us. And then they'll test it on the board. So even if we may not own it, now they can test these mounts and help us out um, there. So. You know, I think that's like the biggest key to our success is just like really trying to pay attention to customer feedback and get, you know, like a routine thing, you know. So uh, I actually just set up a new email address, uh, feedback at shredlights.com, uh, specifically just for people to, <laughs> to send us ideas, send us possible improvements. And I just kind of have a backlog of all of this feedback. Amazing. And I'm sure you're reading through all of it and taking notes. And a lot of other companies out there have got like a voting system. So you chuck on the website, hey, who's interested in, I don't know, having a dual um, mount or something like that, right? And yeah. then everyone can vote for it. And then you can see what's the most popular that's going to work for you in the future. Um, I'm sure you'd probably do something yeah. like that in your own way, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've sent out uh, surveys before um, and we'll let our customers, you know, vote um, and kind of, you know, yeah, give us feedback on, on new stuff. Um, we actually did a pretty big survey uh, last fall uh, in September, like right when we started the initial development of the SL200. Um, and I, I posted on DIY eScape Builders, the Reddit forums, Facebook groups, and we got like 200 responses. And, you know, we were able to base a lot of the SL200 design off that uh, survey. So it was, you know, really pivotal in, in the design. Totally. Um, awesome, dude. No, giving us a bit of insight into how you do what you do. Um, we'll just jump back in, have a look at some of the other um, pictures that people have either put up or you've put up for them. So let's bring this up one sec. I think it's that one. There we go. Um, we can see a couple of people have also joined. Jonathan Creek, g'day. He's saying hi to Gina, who's also here. Uh, Eskate Spirit, Bridget Higgins, fellow Eskaters. That's cool. So yeah, here's a couple of more nice. mounts. Do you find a lot of people mount under the deck versus on top of the deck? Like what's the general consensus or is it each to their own uh it's definitely to each their own uh we we definitely try and design it to go under the deck as much as possible um i think it looks a little sleeker uh for the headlights is a lot simpler because there's no motors in the front normally you know yeah. uh, but on the tail lights a lot of times with the belt drive motors uh it blocks the lights so uh, the tail lights you have to put on top more frequently than the, the headlights yeah, I can imagine. And and it, it's just about getting in there and being able to charge too. It might be a little bit harder with that kind of setup. It's so much easier on the front. Oh, sorry, on top. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, 
Just getting it so people can see you under there too. There you go. So we can see you now. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay, let's have a quick look. Uh, yeah, so you can see it does light up the night. So that looks like it looks like something out of the Blair Witch Project, to be honest, in there. But um, <laughs> but that's it looks yeah, like it's cool on one, one wheel at the bottom. Yep, nice. You're stoked on that. Yeah, very cool. So, so that'd be on either side, plus obviously the one wheel. That looks like the pint there, so it's lighting up a lot. And and what's the feedback from people? They're loving the amount of light that they get. Um, I've noticed as well, for instance, this takes a long time before it starts to lose its power. Like it's like three or four hours. Yeah. I've, I've had it in my bag on all day and hadn't realized, and it's still on when I get home. <laughs> so it's like the flashing that kind of thing but it's yeah it's pretty cool yeah yeah the, for any of those flash settings the battery's insane um but yeah i think that's a big design principle for us is having you know whatever max power we can have has to have you know at least an hour hour and a half of battery life mm. you know a lot of these other lumen or other flashlights will claim you know a uh, thousand lumens but it'll only last five minutes at a thousand lumens so something for us is you know we know our customers are going to be riding for a couple hours so any of our brightness levels you know need to be like actually usable for a while at that yeah and, and you've probably fine you probably go on a bunch of um group rides in your area that a lot of people are out for like an hour hour and a half and then they'll go to the pub or go for dinner or whatever it would be they can charge everything there with it like a with a battery charger or whatever it is like a brick and then they they don't take long to charge which is great too so you can get home exactly yep yeah that's no, good um keep yeah. going through these i did uh see a couple of these so obviously there's underneath what is that looks like an x-way i think the design on that yeah with some different riot. wheels there the right pack and then yeah this is how easy it is to charge so yeah you're i think that's your dual usb-c not usb-c micro usb charger going into the, underneath yep. there and yeah, you'll notice the color there. That that green means it's charged, doesn't it? And then it goes red if it's not charged. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, photo looks sweet with the uh, the orangutan wheels too. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, they match that color, don't they? Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and you've probably got some associations with some of the bigger brands. This is obviously Rurock. Um, do you do you have a lot yep. of um, input with those kind of guys, like the Booster guys? These guys, obviously, Booster got their own set of lights now, but um, yep. there's a bit of chit chat between you all. Yeah. Uh, I know the guys at rock pretty well. Um, no official collaborations or anything, but you know, uh, we like to trade, trade each other's products and they, you know, they're good people over there. Make cool yeah. product. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and their, their photography, their video, it's just next level. I just love their stuff. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 They're coming out with uh, some new Atlas motorcycle helmets this month. Mm -hmm. And so they're starting to put the videos out and they're just next level. <laughs> They're insane. I've seen how they've, they've changed the way that you can, um, something to do with your goggles, you can easily uh, swap them out. I think there's yep. something about that. And the, the animation that they've done is awesome. So damn cool. There you are. There. So that's on a Evolve GTR with the lights mounted underneath. Yep. S super sweet. And I think, yeah, Evolve's got their yep. strip lighting um, and they do have 
some normal lighting, but I don't think it fits that well anymore on these boards. That's where yours kind of come in. Have you had much to do with Evolve? Have you got in touch and said, here, we'd love you to stock our stuff? Or Actually, they do stock, don't they? They do, yeah. yeah. They actually do, yes. They sell uh, Evolve Australia headquarters sells a good amount of lights, actually. Um, you know, we work with uh, Jason and Jeff and Travis. Yeah. All those guys are awesome. We like the Evolve team. Um, and then uh, Evolve Germany, uh, Jens, the owner out there, he, he sells a lot of shred lights as well. Um, yeah, so, the, you know, a lot of the Evolve distributors actually sell shred lights. You know, we have a great relationship with them. And, yeah, you're in 12 Board Store. You're at Ben Buckler Boards in Sydney. Uh, so I think you're in three yep. locations here in Australia and a whole bunch of them. Um, I was checking out your website just yep. before. Yeah. Well, there's how it's mounted on the left and the right-hand side. That'll light up. <laughs> That'd light up amazing. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, cool. yeah, the helmet lights, uh, we're pretty excited about, you know, obviously we're known for, for skateboard lights, but, you know, as I'm sure you've seen, having a, a helmet light, you know, or a backpack light, something higher up does really, really increase your visibility. So we're pretty excited to, to keep pushing those. Um, and, you know, I think that's kind of a good, like, uh, uh, example of, like, how we take customer feedback. You know, a lot of customers are telling us, hey, you know, I'd rather go get a helmet light. So instead of trying to, you know, make them buy skateboard lights, we just started making helmet lights too. <laughs> and are they different to the normal lights or are they the same, just a different mount? Same light. Yep, just a different mount. Gotcha. And that's, how many lights is that? That looks like it's maybe two on the front. No, uh, one on the it. back. Yeah, one front, one rear. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's lighting up that much on a camera too. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sweet. There you go. There's a charging station. Some people really know how to position their boards on the walls and their bags and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's such a cool community. Yeah. And is that why you've stayed, I guess, in the community too? You were a little bit a part of Riptide and then you've moved across. Obviously, you've seen a need for lights and for people that want to ride at nighttime. Um, yeah, do you, do you find that that's the sole thing is that people are commuting and they need these lights? Definitely, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of commuters. Um, you know, if you've ever ridden on the the shoulder of the road in the bike lane, you know how important those taillights can be. You know, and, and making sure you're being seen from behind. Uh, you know, when you can't see the cars coming. Um, so definitely a lot of commuters. Yeah. Um, but with the uh, the one wheel community, actually does a lot more trail riding. Uh, so we find a lot of one wheelers going going on these crazy mountain biking trails and stuff uh, with the lights. And they look good. Like, is when if you're cut your fuel way away and they're coming towards you all these lights are going nuts because the position of the lights are going up and down as the one wheels are coming along it's it's pretty amazing stuff yep. and then with if, if everybody stopped if they're huddled especially in a on a dark road and you've got all these lights going off then at least you're very well seen i don't think any car would be yeah. uh, smacking into you anytime soon yeah definitely um we had a pretty funny story uh one of our customers uh out in hawaii actually was saying that he was out for a late night ride and he thought some guys were coming over to, you know, maybe like beat him up or something. And so he pulled his shred light off his helmet and blinded the guys. No way. And then sped off on his board. Yeah. And then he shot us a message on Instagram and was like stoked that he could use the lights to like fend off these guys. So that they're was pretty that bloody was bright, cool. especially if they're flashing in their lights. I'd be like trying to get away. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I've got to use that. Like, if I have some 
crazy homeless guy when I'm doing my urban exploring <laughs> come at me, I'm definitely going to use that that light as an idea for next time. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got a couple of comments for you. Uh, so Jonathan Creek, who's actually on next week on the live stream, uh, wants to know more about the evolution of wearable lights. And do you think we're going to see more creations in the space, like bags, clothing? You've done the bag one. But do you think that people yeah, are going to yeah, we wear... So we got the uh, the action clip here. I'll just go to you so you can put that. that in. Yeah. So this thing will spin and rotate so you can pop the light on. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely focused on, on more wearable lighting. Um, you know, the skateboard lights are our start, um, and we're excited to, you know, maintain that, but we're by no means going to leave that, but, you know, definitely want to make more mounts, uh, that you can wear on your body. So regardless of what sport you're doing, uh, you know, we can help you see and be seen. Yeah. And that's, that's really what it's all about. I think the clothing, uh, with lazy rolling, you've got you guys that are doing the lighting. You can put that on your your pal yep. or whatever it is, and and off you go. So you're pretty safe with all this kind of stuff. I've got some of the brackets here. So there's one of the mounts that nice. normally would go yep. uh, on the front or the back, um, and you can see the little drill holes, I guess, in here too. So you can easily mount it to the yep. to the truck plate, and then you get your yep. standard uh, GoPro, I guess, mounts as well that you can shove yep. everything on. Um, and obviously you get the little mount there too with the little screw. So yeah, it's like a little bag of metal goodies. Just right there. Yep. Yeah, it works <laughs> quite well. And I just found another SL200 I didn't know I had. So nice. Too, yeah. Is it charged? Yes. Nice. It holds its charge. There you go. Good. <laughs> nice. No, I appreciate that. Thanks, mate. Have uh, you uh, have you seen the, uh, the side mounts for the helmets? Like that? Uh, let me grab one for you. Yeah, cool. For those that are just joining us, this is Eric. Eric is the co-founder of Shred Lights. Um, g'day, Wally. Greetings from Sacramento, California. It's good to see you. And uh, you, I'm probably expecting a little bit more Americans because you don't really get to see this live stream. It's normally 3 or 6 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday morning. So it's um it's a bit nicer for you. It's Saturday night. Uh, and yeah, in in the next five hours, I think it is, we have the Australian Open Grand Slam final, which is Djokovic and I've forgotten one of the other guys that's in it, but uh, I'll be definitely watching nice. that. Have you been into the into the tennis? Uh, not as much. Nah, it's not for everyone. I think it's nah. so local. Everybody's like pumped about it. But, you know, there's... I mean, I think it's sick. I like to watch it. I just haven't been following it, but I definitely think it's cool. Cool. It is cool. There we go. I was just making sure the delay on that mic was okay. <laughs> Jonathan wants a giveaway. I've been giving away so much uh, stuff thanks to Eric, so don't worry about doing that, mate. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, have you got that plate? Yeah, yeah, so I can show you here. So basically, uh, it's a new side mount. So then... See that slide in, and it's clipped in, and I haven't lost a single one of these yet. It's so um, so versatile. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's just super low profile. Yeah, it's awesome. So no, you know, kind of for us, like we always like to think things to be like really nice, low profile uh, designs, uh, you know, no extra material possible. So we kind of saw a lot of the GoPro mounts, you know, it would have this light like hanging way out front like an antenna. <laughs> so we kind of thought like, you know, how, how can we make this more sleek, a little cooler looking, you know, so, something that someone actually wants to wear in their helmet. And I've so seen we, some... we that side mount. 
I've seen some pretty bad injuries as well. Not, I think it was for a GoPro helmet for one of the, one of the Formula One drivers had one on, and he, he had an accident, and in, you can imagine like the GoPro mount went straight into his head, and he had a whole bunch of issues. But I think being on oh, that, yeah. being on that side, you really, I don't know for most people, but normally you fall on your on the back of your head. But I think if you if you're not too sure if it's a very fast impact it can it can really hit you if it's on the front so i think being on the side it it's probably a good thing too you probably haven't heard too much about injuries with those going into people no i hope not yeah that's <laughs> <brutal>. <laughs> just went to a dark place didn't it <laughs> we have another question for you um raymond dowling asks what mounts work best with a carbon gtr i would have to say this one uh not that one it's probably that one would you say um, that one can, otherwise just the standard mounts. Uh, we, for actually all the Evolve boards, uh, we recommend the standard mounts. Uh, and you can put them underneath the front truck. Uh, that's the flat mount, actually. Um, I don't have one me either. <laughs> the standard mount, it just has the, uh, the step. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Because then you can mount it yep. underneath or on top. Some people exactly, like to put it yep. on the angle, though, I think, so it kind of has a more slimline yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah, it kind of gives you like a like a spoiler look almost. But yeah. I think we just saw a photo on the uh, on our Facebook page actually that had them. Um, some people like that look. Totally, no, it's cool. Um, what else we got? Um, Eshan Zahan Zanani Nani. Any new products? Ooh, have you got any ideas <laughs> or you know anything that you're working on? You don't well, have to give uh, us anything. Like I said, like I said, the bike mount. Um, yep. you know, we got that coming. Um, we just got the, uh, quad micro USB cables yeah, on the which website. Is available. Yep. So we're kind of pumped, you know, we understand those aren't, uh, you know, huge new products, but you know, the small improvements are worth making. Um, and then I will say we are working on, on some bigger new products. Um, that'll be out this year. Sweet. Um, it's too early to really share any details, but we're definitely working on, on some cool things and, you know, we we're excited to expand our product offering. Uh, so, you know, we're definitely always, always working on new products. Very sensible answer. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. How do you, how do you find production too? Cause I've got a lot of friends in this industry, um, and a lot of, a lot of brands sometimes struggle to get the product perfect. And I know you had some delays with the SL 200s because you wanted to make yeah. sure that they were perfect. You were really keen on quality. Have, have, do you have that same kind of issue with production? You, f you find it's a bit of a, a pain to get it right? Um, oh, definitely, yeah. And, you know, that's that's like kind of the, the barrier to entry for a lot of people, you know, and, and making, you know, one of something or even 10 of something, you know, it's pretty pretty straightforward to get it right. Um, but making, you know, a 1,000 or 10,000 of something, you know, is much more difficult. And, you know, it's basically, you know, all about maintaining that quality at scale. And you got to understand from the beginning, you know, it's it's pretty much impossible to make a perfect product. So when you're designing it, you got to kind of uh, be able to think, okay, like this is an area we could make a change if necessary down the road. And, you know, when you first send those first units out from production, you know, you really got to value this customer feedback. Um, and, you know, for us, it's been super important to just really stand behind the product. Um, you know, so if anyone anyone has an issue with the product we want to learn more about what might have caused the issue you know send them a new product um really kind of you know stand behind it and figure out how to make it better um 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely not easy. Um, there, yeah, like I said, there's a big difference between making small scale and large scale of, of anything. Yeah, totally, dude. I think we're struggling at the moment with our bandwidth, so just give me a sec. I'm just going to test and make sure that we're still live. Just one minute. We've got a good amount of people watching as well, so no one said anything yet, but I've, I've got some... Oh, no, we're back up. I can see it. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice that as well. Yeah, it dropped significantly. It's probably my um, <laughs> it's probably my family watching Netflix inside or something that's killing the bandwidth. So <laughs> it could be something like that. But um, yeah, no, appreciate the uh, the honesty there. With um, what else we got here? A couple of questions. Oh, a comment from Creaky as well that the guy I was talking about, the Formula One guy, was actually Michael Schumacher. He's obviously gone into a coma. Uh, a rock pushed through his camera. Th uh, sorry, a rock pushed the camera through his helmet and into his skull. So that's what happened to him i think that's why um you know he's had such a long long time recovery um with those kind of things so it's um it's, it's quite horrible yeah but anyway so that's where that was yeah um the whole bunch of bunch of people are asking about the kelly nyc mounts they're super keen nice. yeah yeah uh so a customer in uh, newport california uh just used our sticky mounts uh, and put them on the side of his battery pack uh, so I posted a clip on on Instagram yesterday showing how he did that. Um, so that's definitely one option. Um, so yeah, check that out. Check out our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. So it's Instagram.com slash shredlights. So it's nice and simple. Um, and I think your Facebook page is like that too, just Facebook.com slash shredlights, yep. which is super simple. Yep. Nice. Is there any chance you can tilt the camera and just have us a, like a little quick tour of your of your office? Is, is, sure. is it in yeah, a nice... yeah. I will warn you, it's a, it's a little messy right now, but I think we can That's do it. That's all right. I've just asked you um, on the cuff, so we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can kind of see um, here's kind of my domain where I get to shoot all the photo and video and everything for Shred Lights. Yeah. I'm just walking my laptop around, so I apologize if it's shaky. You're doing a great job. And then you got like our couch, kind of our lunch area. Chill zone. Sort of we'll have things. Yeah. Um, let's see, we can kind of keep going here. So here's like our uh, our board wall. We've got a few different boards here. There's the GTX. X-Way. Got Riptide over there. Um, yeah, this thing's pretty sweet here. Got the custom Bear Walker board. That's wicked. With your custom yeah. logo on it too. Yeah. Very nice. Nice handles. Yeah, yeah. I think it was sweet. Kind of inspired by the Riptide there. Uh, so this was kind of the customer feedback I was talking about. Yep. So that's all. That's all different comments from customers um, on different improvements they wanted to see. So basically just jotted down every single idea and then kind of started to organize them based on different categories. And now all that feedback, you know, is, is right in front of mind for when we're making uh, new designs. Yeah. So, yeah, luckily the quality of the video isn't all that good. So we can't read what's on that, <laughs> <laughs> yep, but it looks exactly. like it's grouped. It's grouped into, you know, ideas and things. So that, that looks good. Yep. So this is pretty rad here. We've got our, uh, 3D printers. So, 
Got one printing right now, actually. Yep. And then this is our uh, kind of shipping and fulfillment center here. So just got all the stock here. Got a bunch of lights. Got our original bulb logo. Yeah. And then awesome uh, set up. Thanks. Yeah. Then this was a friend of mine painted this. It's the the PBR can, <laughs> but it's a shred lights, like kind of like a like a light beer. I like it. Shred lights, like Bud Lights. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, you got to have um, those yeah. little knickknacks around the place. You know, it, it has a story and you know, yeah, something like that. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, like film. And then here's uh here's my desk. Uh, this is where I've been sitting for the interview. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. Just, um, the office. just letting everybody know too, I'm really sorry about the quality. Um, this must be due, due to my system because I know you're on some pretty good internet over there. Um, but we will get that sorted out. I think we're going to do Skype or something next time. But yeah, I appreciate the walkthrough. Okay. It was um, it was very yeah. cool. It was, it was clear, but not as clear as it could be. We have Mario Parra, one of your ambassadors watching as well. Nice. <laughs> Mario never really gets on because he's from New York. He's one of the guys that does the New York City boarding group. And um, he's an awesome yep. dude. He's from Adelaide here in Australia. Yep. Uh, he rides a Raptor tour around whenever it's not broken. And um, <laughs> he's just saying, sup dudes, two of my favorite guys in the community. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Nice. What up, nice. Mario? <laughs> yeah, he's a cool dude, that guy. And uh, they do oh, yeah, amazing things in New York. They're, they're doing two, three rides a week. Uh, they're set up with their... Uh, website with all the locations where you can charge your board, get a fee. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's insane. Yeah, it's always so exciting to go ride with them. The energy's there. Um, you know, just ride around the city is super fun. Um, we so actually made it? a yeah. Uh, we actually made a documentary on the NYC eboarding group. Where is it? I've got to see this. It's on our YouTube page. Yeah, it's like seven minutes. Uh, we interviewed Mario. Yep. Uh, Tom Paget. Yeah. Um, Mr. Booster boards oh, himself. Yep. So yeah. yeah, check that out. I, I got to kind of make the whole story of how the group got started, uh, which is really fun. Amazing. Yeah. Cause it's those two are um, the main guys. T Sean has a little bit to do with it too. And there's a bunch of yep. other guys that are involved, but yeah, it's, it's amazing what they're doing there. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And to Sean, have you ever ridden with Sean? Yeah. He's nuts. He's nuts. <laughs> he's so fast. And he's holding like a stabilizer with a huge camera, a microphone, yeah. and he's flying through. I've seen him and towing he... uh, two skateboards at the same time on his, set, on his um, what do you call it? Uh, unicycle. Oh it's crazy. Yeah. 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 He's, and he's so, he's so calm and cool the whole time. He like, you know, he doesn't even flinch. No. He's just going like 40. Yeah, it's crazy. He's like one of the robots off the Jetsons with the wheels. You know, it just flies around as if it's a. It's, yeah. It was born with it. It was. It's a pretty you know, amazing, dude. Today it was pretty sick. Um, so I went surfing actually. Um, and I was I was at the car, uh, getting my wetsuit off, and a group of like fifteen EUCs, mobbed by. Really. Yeah, it was pretty sick. <laughs> Did they recognize you, or they just went? Pew, pew, pew. No, yeah, they were they were too fast. They were going because they can go fast. Yeah, they can go up sick. to like seventy k's an hour, which is what fifty miles, something like that. Like 40, 45, yeah, fifty. Yeah. That's fast. That's super fast. And yeah, obviously because you've got those side mounts, they use the shred lights as well. 
Yeah, I saw a guy. Um, do you know they have the the foot pads that kind of uh, yep. fold down on the sides? Yep. So they put the them guy, under those. Underneath, yeah. Yeah. It's like you have like lights under your feet. It's pretty sick. <laughs> so cool. Because <laughs> yeah. those EUCs yeah. normally come with their own cool kind of crazy lights on the sides, but and they've yeah. got this small little light on the front that doesn't do very much. Uh, yeah, so, so these kind of help with that. Yep. Yeah. And so put two under e underneath each wheel, looking forward. You're going to light up the whole street. That'd be pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what do we got, James Taylor? When oh, here's a here's a little bit of a downer for you. When will you fix the quality control with the lights? I've had four sets fail. Do you know what that's about? <laughs> We're always working on it um, for sure. Um, and I mean, we'll we'll honor the warranty, so we can we can send you some new lights. <laughs> that's the one. Um, yeah, he, he said the same thing. Just to add one of those uh, sticky notes, I'm pretty sure it'd be there anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely add that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, to that note, you know, I'm, I'm happy to talk about that. Um, you know, it, it is very hard for us to uh, anticipate every scenario before we use the lights, right? So, you know, in San Diego, the roads are pretty smooth, so we have all the different boards we can test here. But, you know, once we get the lights out there at the market, customers are riding in places that, you know, we never had anticipated. And so it's really hard to uh, gauge how the lights are going to perform there, um, you know, until they get there. Yeah, I, like, um, so, I wouldn't know. be surprised if people were trying to do night skiing, snowboarding, that kind of stuff, yes. in freezing cold conditions, or you take it to somewhere like Dubai that's 45 degrees Celsius, which is 100 plus Fahrenheit. And yep. you probably haven't had the opportunity to, to do that extreme heat with these things. It's um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we can definitely, you know, try and use the best materials that are, you know, made for that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, all we can do is, is ask to get the units back and, and break them open and see what went wrong and, and get better. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're not, we're not is, perfect. You, you got to get these out there. You got to be a profitable business and, you know, you get them yeah. as good as you can get them out there and then you, have different versions that come out next time exactly yeah and that's why you know customer support is such a big part of what we do um you know every customer we engage with you know if our products not able to you know work for you you know we're, we're always happy to give a refund and you know we we want to make sure every customer has a good experience with our company whatever that means um yeah and you know for, for us the majority of customers you know they get their lights and, and never have an issue with them um no, I so, mean, I've I've been throwing these around, not really like throwing them, but I've been in harsh conditions. The Australian bush, uh, the, the clips have maintained, they've held on, the lights have been great. And there's nothing better than going out in the forest or in a trail at night. It, it really boosts the, your, your fear factor and everything, but you feel quite comfortable, yeah. you know, having lights on the front and the back. Yeah, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, we, I like riding at night the best just because it's it's always more empty you know there's less cars less people yeah um you know a lot of times uh you know our, a lot of our customers have kids so you know once they can get the kids down to bed at 8 or 8 30 then you know that's when they can finally get a get some time exactly. away to go ride. get your ass off the couch stop watching tv <laughs> and eating popcorn and drinking soda and get out there and have a good time with your friends that's what it's about exactly isn't it? <laughs> yep um, oh, James Taylor has asked an interesting question. Um, I don't know if it yeah. relates to you whether or not you've you have production runs on at the moment in China, but this coronavirus, have you seen any issues with your production or delays or anything? Uh, yeah, good question. Uh, we saw so our factory uh, right now. Uh, they were supposed to come back uh, on February 5th, 
but the entire Chinese government actually extended uh, Chinese New Year five more days. Uh, basically, no factories in all of China mainland can open till February 10th now. Uh, so five day delay as of right now. Um, but you know, Chinese New Year, uh, we had plenty of heads up, so we were able to get stock in. Uh, like yeah. I showed on the tour, I don't know if you could see it, but we have a good amount of lights in stock right now. We knew Chinese New Year was coming, so we kind of planned for that delay. Um, but I mean, yeah, for us, you know, the main thing is that our, you know, any of the workers at the factory that we're working with are healthy, and if that means you know they have to delay it a couple of weeks, and you know we end up having to go out of stock, that's okay. You know, the main thing is just that the that everything is stays safe, and if <laughs> there's no shed lights to sell for a couple of weeks, we'll deal with it then. But you know, we're definitely not putting any pressure on our factory. And people forget that same time at the sometimes too is that yeah, it is going to have a bit of a problem with production. But hang on a second, these are real people making this stuff that aren't invincible. They have their own mm -hmm. lives, their own family, their own health issues, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And if it's going to delay things by a couple of weeks or three weeks. That's okay. That's all right. Keep ordering though. Yep. Keep up the economy. And that's one thing that's happening here in Australia. About, uh, oh, only overnight actually, our Australian government has actually stopped any Chinese airplanes or even Australian airplanes with Chinese people mm -hmm. coming into it completely into Australia, except those that have an Australian passport or have immigration rights to Australia. They've stopped people it's coming insane. in. It's incredible. I've never seen this before. It's, um, yeah, yeah, it's, they're taking it very serious. Um, there's yeah. been a couple documented cases, even in Southern California. Yeah, we've had three here, and one of them's two k's up from where I live, and uh, it's Dang. quite scary because you're like, do you put your kids into daycare? Do you let them go to school? You know, should you be going to work where there's 250 people that are drinking the same drinks, and who knows? So it's um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting time. I just hope they contain it very quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's scary, and, and you know, with these things, it's always hard to catch it, you know, early enough. You know, by the time you find out, a lot of times it's already spread a lot. So, you know, you kind of have to take these really drastic measures to help, you know, stop it in its tracks. Yeah, and there's a lot of weird, I think, uneducated people that are, think it's due to the Corona beer, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't be drinking Corona. And there's all these like TikTok videos of people pouring out the Coronas as quickly as they can into the sink. Uh. And, it's just, you know, it's unfortunate for Corona that it's called that, but everyone's, yeah. you know, don't stop drinking your beer. It's, it, it'll be absolutely fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, James Taylor is very busy on the chat at the moment. He's like, <laughs> the media doesn't report the full numbers in China. It's actually close to a hundred thousand people that are infected now. I think that's why like governments are going to yeah. such extreme and stopping or trying to stop people from getting out of Wuhan or anywhere where it's got some some massive dramas um, yeah yeah it's yeah. not good dang um yeah there, there you go um danny roman says any new lights or products on the way oh man we, we we've talked about that so you're gonna have to go back and and uh see there what, are yeah yes, see what yes there are. <laughs> yeah they're on their way and do you have a similar production deliverable like june july you're aiming for do you think for your next whatever it is yeah we are even for summer yeah yeah so yeah, uh, summer there, know, which is winter here yeah, we'll yeah. Out some more stuff yeah we're, we are aiming for summer i can share that okay there you go there's a, there's a hot tip for you um here's an interesting question this might not be really suitable for you but where do you think riptide sits in the current market uh interesting um 
again, I still think it's my favorite uh, deck shape uh, as far as like the portability of it. You know, I think that's the best uh, shortboard in my opinion. Um, I like the yeah, I like the handles and the kicktail and everything more than the boosted mini. Um, however, I would say the the reliability of it isn't quite there. Um, you know, making a reliable electric skateboard it's super difficult. You know, even boosted still has trouble with it. Um, I would say boosted has you know some of the best reliability in the game. Boosted and evolve, but um, yeah, I think that's kind of the main the main Achilles heel right now of the the Riptide is the the long term reliability. Um, yeah. But with that being said, you know they they launched a whole support page on their website where you can purchase any of the parts, uh, and, you know, swap out the parts yourself and kind of fix it at home. So I think that that's pretty cool. That is cool. And they they did come out with two versions. There was like a more base model, then they had a more extreme version with um, a better battery, uh, longer range, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just trying to because I think it was the green. Was it the green one that was the, like the lower end with the I think they're the 97. The, the blue wheels was the, the R1. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's been a while. There you go. And have you heard much about what they're doing? Are they coming out with something new or are they continuing to improve on their current? Uh, I don't, I can't say anything there. I, I don't know anything there. No. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah I, I don't know anything there. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I, I kind of separated from the company uh, yeah. just about two years ago now, so it's been a while. No, that's cool. And you probably got NDAs and all kinds of stuff that... Exactly, yeah. So I'm, I'm not really aware, but definitely, you know, they have a solid team there and, and wish yeah. them the best. No, they're doing good things. Uh, here we go. Another question for you. Uh, we'll get cool. stuck into some Meepo stuff in a sec too. But um, Raymond, got my Lacroix La uh, Nazare yesterday, ordered the board Tuesday night. Got the email nine days later on Thursday. Board arrived the next day. Fast came with lights, but definitely shred lights for my GTR. So, yeah, obviously the Nazare does come with lights, and I think all of them mm -hmm. do. The Lone Star and the uh, you can probably help me out here. What's the other one? Uh, the yeah, the Nazare and the Lone Star. Is there a third one? Yeah, there's the entry level one. Um, doesn't matter, uh, but they come with lights, and um, yeah, yep. I've seen them. They're super powerful. But again, yeah. I think there's some issues with the charging on those and a lot of people are actually swapping them out for these. So I think two on nice. each side, so four wheels on the front to get the same power that those lights had. Um, but these are a little bit more, from, from what I've heard, are a little bit more reliable, uh -oh. which is cool. There you go. <laughs> um, oh, mate, everyone keeps asking about what are the new products. So if you haven't heard, go back and check it out we've been um, we've been talking about some new stuff nothing's been told but we're looking at something coming out in june which could be quite cool um sweet so i wanted to get into something that i noticed um a little while ago just bring this up meepo released the fact that, that they were doing a collaboration with you and you can see that this yep. is the nls i think it is this is one of the most powerful board that they've got it's an all-wheel drive board and then I went to go and check out the product on their website and it's missing. Is anything happened with Meepo and with shred lights? Is that kind of... Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, no, no, definitely nothing uh, definitive. Um, we They they got, grabbed some lights from us uh, in November um, and uh, threw them up on their website. Um, and yeah, it looks like the shred lights are still on the list there. But um, yeah, definitely yeah. nothing. nothing we've heard from them. Yeah, so um, you can press onto the category, but when you go onto that, 
Yeah, I think they're they're probably out of stock. Um, but but as far as between us, yeah, there, there's been no falling out or anything like that. Oh, no, no, no. No, I didn't think that. I thought it might have been a stocking issue or... Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know there's been some shuffling with their team in terms of the uh, the people that are in there. And they might be coming out with belt-driven because we saw Kieran was rolling around on one of those about a week ago. Interesting. So it's... um Yeah, there's always... There's a lot of stuff going on in the eSkate community, that's for sure. All the e-boarding. And yeah. um, I think the biggest thing um, now for the community is making sure that we're allowed to ride these boards around the world. That's the massive thing at the moment. And yeah. um, I'm starting to talk to a bunch of people about creating something called the e-movement. You know, like when Uber came out and they tried to go into different cities and they just went in and set themselves off, set, set themselves up and they went around and got themselves together and it really affected the tax city industry, um, that kind of thing. I think you might be frozen. Yeah, can you hear me still? I can hear you, but it looks like you're okay. frozen. <laughs> yeah, you can restart if you want. We'll see if that Should works. Should I just refresh the page here? Let's see if it works. All right, I'll refresh the page real quick. Yeah, refresh it. Anyway, I'll keep talking. Um, so yeah, with, with there you go, you're back. Um, so we're thinking of creating some called the e-movement, which can be more of like a non-for-profit body that can educate... Uh, lawmakers, um, people who, uh, you know, abide by the law and even skateboarders that are nervous about riding out there if they're not quite sure what the law is, if there's a bit of a gray zone. So trying to show that these are safe, reliable um, public transportation options and um, that they're great for the environment, all that kind of stuff. Um, so there's a bit of worldwide exposure to the to the medium, to the platform, to the the type of transport that you can do on them that there's only like a minority of people that are flying around doing stupid things riding all over the road and anything like bike riding um mountain boarding there's there's going to be people that are very good at it but there's going to be some that get on and it's uh it's very reckless and very unsafe so we're just trying to find a happy medium do you just and especially the stuff that you do these lights there's a lot of laws for instance in australia where you can't ride an electric vehicle at night and um we're just trying to make those kind of gray zones more green more available definitely well yeah let us know how we can help you know that that's a big part of what we believe in um you know and, and we're not trying to go anywhere anytime soon you know we believe in the next 15 to 20 years of electric skateboards you know not just next year or this year so yeah you know if, if if there's any way shred lights can can help out you know definitely we're on board and, and that's and, the thing know, it's more just having pa partners that are associated that can we can say hey there's this i don't know let's say new zealand for instance um their parliament's about to pass a bill on whether or not electric vehicles will be allowed on public roads and we need to get together and say hey we're from the electric vehicle movement or ev movement and we've been around for so long and we're a you know dedicated bunch of people we've got all these brands that want to show that these are safe, reliable, um, e economically friendly, environmentally friendly, all those kind of things. You know, there's so many so many benefits yeah. to these kind of things. They're portable. Yeah. You're not going to have as much theft. You're not going to have so much uh, issues with people trying to get their boards back or whatever it is. Especially, it's not just boards. It's scooters. It's bikes. It's yeah. a whole bunch of so stuff. So I've been in a... So where I live, uh, it's called Mission Beach, San Diego. Yeah. So I live uh, 3.4 miles from the office. 
So I commute to and from work every single day, you know, not using my car. So it's like always kind of like a game I play to see how many days I can go without driving my car. Um, and sometimes, you know, I can go like eight, eight or 10 days without ever driving my car and just purely getting around on electric skateboards. And I'll tell you, it makes me so much happier. I'm just like so much more stoked to get to work and, you know, sit down on the computer when I just had a great, you know, 15 minute ride in, um, you know, in the sunshine and just getting outside to start my day. Um, but that being said, um, Mission Beach was like the very first uh, city that they launched the dockless scooters in. So literally uh, last year, pretty much overnight, we saw no scooters to like 2,500 scooters, like literally 2,500 in the neighborhood. Wow. And it was just insane. They were everywhere. People were throwing them into the ocean, um, you know, ditching them everywhere, just totally disrespecting them and it, it was pretty insane to see firsthand um and actually now a month ago uh they just banned any electric vehicles uh on the boardwalk and riding in some of the best places to ride now even if you own your own you can't even ride there it's it's just terrible you know because all these people like we were saying they ruin it for us um yeah yeah, it's, you know, people are hopping on them with no helmet, going 20 miles an hour. They're drunk even, you know, have, have no care for safety. And yeah, in you, our neighborhood, yeah, I think you get tourists, You get tourists that are coming in and borrowing them or whatever, and uh, they have no yep. idea what the law is or what even what side of the road they should be on or on the track. It's, um, yep. it's, it's scary. It's stupid. I mean, I've been on scooters in England and in Paris and and you 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 know you sit down you just read all right what's the common laws on the road in these these areas i'm going to follow those i'm going to be okay or you just stay on the paths it's that simple just don't go on the roads yep. and uh yeah there's yeah. a lot of people that that think that, that you know they're a bit cocky um and they get out there and think that they can ride all over uh a country's yeah. roads that you don't even know so it's uh, i think that's yeah, bad. yeah so there, apparently there already is one in australia james taylor said there's the e-riders alliance in australia so i'll go and check that out but this is more of a worldwide cool. thing that i think i want to do uh get people that are really passionate about this stuff that want to see this legalized that want to feel free to be able to ride wherever they want um it's such an important thing i mean if bike riders can do it they've got the same style brakes as what we have um they can go similar speeds um they're a little bit more agile. You can really turn very quickly, but it, again, it's just down to the experience and the skill that you've got. So uh, we'll yeah, see definitely. what happens. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, we're definitely, you know, trying to support it any way we can. Yeah. Appreciate that, mate. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I've, that's all I've really had on my agenda. Is there anything you wanted to go through? Anything you wanted to chat about? Um, you know, something I think would be kind of interesting, at least for some of the people watching, uh, would just be to, to talk about the uh, the boosted beams for a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, in general, uh, we, we definitely saw it coming uh, with the accessory port being, you know, on the V2 and V3 boards. Um, and, you know, a lot of people kind of are messaging us and, and thinking that we're, you know, really mad about it. But to be honest, like for us, you know, we've been since 2013 trying to make skateboard lights and, you know, people call this crazy forever saying, you know, we're trying to convince people to put headlights on their skateboards. So for us, you know, we've been trying to validate skateboard lights as like a real product in a real category that is actually useful to people, you know, for six years. So to see, you know, one of the industry leaders come in 
and make their own version, you know, of the lights that do look really similar to ours, at least the headlights, um, you know, as far as like the shape and size, you know, it, honestly, it was a pretty cool moment for us and our team. Um, you know, it kind of really uh, validated, you know, skateboard lights and, you know, it supported our mission that we've been on for the last seven years. Um, so I kind of just want to let, you know, whoever's watching know, like, you know, it's really cool to us. And, you know, we're stoked to have boosted offering options for people to see and be seen at night. At the end of the day, like a lot of people buy bike lights and, you know, any other lights. And, we're, you know, we love that. We just want people riding safely at night with any lights. And, you know, if we can make the best lights and you want to buy ours, you know, we're stoked about that. But like, you know, we understand that there's other options and, and it's really just important to us that people rare lights at all and just be safe when they're riding at night yeah so it seems like your mission really isn't to for, to be the only one making lights it's to make sure people are safe and can be seen um exactly and, yeah and yeah like looking at them now they do have a similar profile um and yeah they do have this dual kind of connection um and the braking light at the back there uh, but yeah, yep. like you said, people are going to come up with their own things. Uh, you got to either put the hate out or you put the praise out there. And I think, yeah, like you've, you've gone and been a lot more positive about this, which is great. And, um, yeah, you know, they're a cool product. Um, you know, we bought some, uh, we tested them out, you know, it's, it's a cool product, you know, it gives us certain ideas, um, you know, and it, yeah, they're a good product and, you know, they're a lot different than shred lights. Um, you know, as you can see, you, you screw them under your truck. They only work on boosted boards. You know, you can't pop it off and, you know, put it on your drone or, you know, use it for all these different things like you can in the bars. Um, so I think, that, you know, there's different reasons to buy uh, each light. Yeah. Um, I mean, these USB ports and it seems like what's when you did have a look at them, what did you see were the clear differences between yours and theirs? Uh, so, yeah, I actually have them like right over here. Um, you know, obviously the installation process, having to, to take the truck off um, was a lot different. Um, and they have a, a metal finish on theirs. Um, so just as far as like the actual product, you know, you can feel that. Yeah. Um, as far as visibility though, uh, you know, theirs are 600 lumens, ours are 400. So you can't really tell much difference. Uh, they are, you know, slightly, uh, slightly brighter, but you can't really tell at night. Um, and we're actually really pumped. Our uh, taillights are a lot brighter than theirs, actually. <laughs> so we're pretty pumped about that. And is it the, the the lights are just got a different LED in them, white or red, but they're the same brightness for yours? Uh, or are they a little bit yeah, less? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the red lights are slightly less, but um, the, the white are 200, yep, and then the red. I mean... You can't really make a red light that's uh, that, that that that's the same lumen rating as white. Um, just the way it works is, is different. Yeah. And have you seen other but, um, other lights out there on the market that you thought were were kind of up there with your level of quality, other than Boosted? No, I think I think Boosted was kind of the first one that you know that hit that quality that we're aiming for. Um, yeah. You know, they had, you know, some different advantages, like when you're making, you know, a skateboard and then you're making lights with the board you just designed, obviously integration, you know, is, is really key. And Boosted has no plans to sell those to other skateboards, right? Whereas for us, you know, we want to try and fit on as many skateboards as possible. So a lot of different design decisions go into that. 
Yeah, you're right. It's it's kind of as if they've made this product to only suit their products, a kind of Apple mentality. And yeah. You, exactly. you know, as a as a light manufacturer, if that's what you want to get into, you've got to make them versatile. Like imagine if you wanted to grab uh, the new Meepo board or something that was lower cost, but you wanted to make sure it was safe. And you said, oh, I wanted to get those boosted lights, the boosted beams, whatever they call them, or yours. They can choose yours. That's the only one that they can really yeah. choose that's made specifically for electric skateboards. Um, and they can't apply these. I mean, I think they've said that the USB port, oh, there's a USB port on them, probably for charging, but you can't, you can't actually um, connect them. Yeah, the, the accessory port, the accessory port uh, that actually charges them is proprietary to Boosted. So they're the only ones with that actual port. So, um, and then, I mean, even if you have two Boosted boards, you know, let's say you have a Boosted Mini and a Boosted Stealth, um, now you have to drop $400 on lights, um, you know, 200 for each board. Whereas with ours, you can just buy some extra mounts and then easily swap your lights. So I think, you know, for the customer that has, you know, five or six different e-boards, which is actually a lot of people, uh, you know, it's super convenient then to just be able to switch lights between them and not have to buy lights for every single board. Sorry, I am here. I'm just dealing with some, um, some, some interesting comments. No I was just getting rid of a few of them. Uh, cool. Yeah, it, it's, def <laughs> it's definitely like James is just saying here, it's a marketing thing. They want to have their lights on their board. So you kind of buy it as a package. Um, but I think it kind of, yeah, it's a negative thing for me too, that if you want to buy these lights and you can't, and you don't have a booster board or even a V1 board, I don't think they're on there. They're on the only the latest version of the booster board. So um, it's, it's quite interesting what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to sell more boards. Um, but you know, for a lot of customers, you know, that just want to buy one e-board and have lights for it, you know, it's not a bad option, um, yeah. not by any means. No. And I'd say too, like, there's all these rumors that Boost have got a whole range of new boards coming out this year, and these lights are going to be integrated, like straight away, right off the off the bat. It, they'll come standard with the boards. So, um, who knows? Yep. Who knows what'll happen? Yep. We've been hearing that as well. Yep. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do this year. Um, now that they came out with the scooter last spring, I'm really curious to see what they make uh, this year. Well, that's that's an interesting topic too. I've heard uh, that it hasn't been well received with their investors, um, and you know, in my opinion, that's all it is: is that it didn't perform like they thought it would, like the boosted board has performed as well. So, um, and yet, you know, they were meant to have a bike that was coming out too, and that hasn't happened yet. Um, so, who knows? Who knows what'll happen with boosted? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think, uh, you know, that's kind of a big difference with how they operate versus Evolve. Um, you know, I think Boosted, you know, they've been fortunate to, to raise a lot of money um, up in, you know, Silicon Valley and San Francisco. Um, but, you know, as, as you're saying, then you got to answer these investors um, and, you know, you got to make sure you're, you're hitting the numbers um, to make your investors happy, you know, to get this next layer of investment. Whereas I think, you know, what's been cool to watch with Evolve is it, it seems like Evolve has really just kind of kept investing in themselves. And now mm. they've gotten this momentum and now they're to a spot where, you know, they don't have all these uh, investors to satisfy. You know, they are just their team and they're kind of, you know, self-funded and, and gotten to where they are. So to me, that that's really exciting, you know, and, and that's kind of what our goal is. I think, you know, we want to kind of scale ourselves and, you know, really invest in ourselves um, to try and get to that next level and be able to, you know, make our own decisions and not have to, you know, <laughs> please outside investors. Yeah. So you're in a 
good position there where I guess the only three investors in this are the three of you that are within this business right now. Um, you don't have any kind yeah. of outside influence. Um, you don't kind of have that. Um, no. No? And no, it's... yeah. So, so me and my, uh, my business partner, you know, I get to do all the decision making. Um, you know, we do have uh, definitely have some good mentors uh, and advisors that we can talk to and stuff. Uh, they definitely give us a lot of great feedback that we do use. Um, but I think it's a lot different, you know, than being obligated to, to give someone an ROI, right? You know, when someone invests in your company, they don't really care what you're doing. They just want to make sure they get more money back than they put in. You know, that's mm. the main concern. Yeah. And so, you know, to us, we're, we don't really want to put ourselves in that position. You know, there's no. more important things to us than, than just being, you know, making a lot of money. Exactly. A lot of, you know, you don't want this kind of umbrella of investors hanging over you all the time and you're trying to make sure that all their issues and like imagine if it's the water is just coming down and you don't you don't want that you want to no. be able to make split decisions and you don't want a board that convenes every month and you have to wait until you can do something like god i'd hate for that to be in my business too yeah so i think yeah. we're yeah, similar cool. like i i'm the only one that operates and owns the business and then we have a, a whole team of incredibly skilled pe uh, people but we can react really quickly to in the industry and and customer demands and things without having to answer to anybody really it's um it's, yeah that's what you want definitely yeah and i think you know then you can do some cool things you know give back to the community um you know donate to different things um you know and you're not like always concerned with just being as profitable as possible so i think you know it just it just opens up new opportunities um and I think it really just forces you to, to do more with less and, and, you know, get creative and, and, you know, just really challenge yourself. And I think that's, you know, we've learned a ton from doing that. Um, so, yeah, I, that's how I like to do it. <laughs> Amazing. And it's it's so refreshing as well to hear that you're on the other side of the world from me, but we have similar issues as business owners. You know, you're like, you're trying yeah. to set yourself up for success and you try and help the community. You, you try and invest in good, talented people, but you have to remain agile and light. So you don't have too much overhead uh, coming into the business. You try and keep it going. And it seems yep. like, yeah, you've set up the studio you want. You've got your cool brick kind of subway style look over there for your photography. And then you've got your, you know, you, you can, and you, you know, within a week, you could completely change that if you wanted to. It's um exactly. It's a nice position to be in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. yeah. So it's exciting. Um, yeah, big fan of startups. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's why you've had two uh, so far. <laughs> All the yeah, it actually, uh, pretty sick. I was gonna tell you, uh, me and uh, me and my buddy are actually gonna start a, a podcast of our own. Um, just mainly for fun. You know, I don't really care if it takes off or anything. It just you know it seems like a fun thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna call it Startup Theory. Nice. Um, and basically. Just do like 20 to 30 minute episodes just talking about different concepts and different methods you encounter uh, starting a business. And, you know, hopefully other business owners want to listen and check it out. So I'll, sure. I'll let you know when it's up. I'll let me know if I can be a part of it too. And uh, yeah, yeah, tell you what it's like in the Australian industry. And yeah, because I've yeah. had this business going for 19 years now as a digital agency. And uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's in an advantageous position right now where we've got great quality clients, good work good amount of people, good skilled, um, long retention employees. So it's, um, you know, if you do the right thing by people, they hang around, they want to, you know, be a part Definitely, of your business. Yeah. It is, is, it is a challenge, which you'll probably find too, to hire really skilled people because they want to be in the big agencies. They want to be at the, 
the bigger places and they inspire to go there where I find I, I'd rather be in a, a smaller studio where you can respond very quickly. Um, it's more of a family as well. Um, mm -hmm. do, you, do you have a similar yeah, mentality as well? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've def we definitely try and do the most we can uh, with the least amount of people, right? And I think, you know, anybody that we're looking to work with, um, you know, they got to be able to wear multiple hats. They yeah. got to be able to manage themselves, you Very know. Versatile. We don't want to bring someone in that just constantly asking us, you know, what do they need to do today to be successful? You know, yeah. we need someone that's going to be able to look at our business and be like, hey, this is, uh, you know, this is how I'm going to better your business each day. And someone that's going to take that initiative on. So definitely something we look for. Um, yeah. Good times, mate. I'll just check to see if we've got any other people in here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can see a whole bunch of people coming in and just cramming the, the comment area with a whole bunch of message, or a whole bunch of crap. So I'm just going <laughs> to hide all that and see if we've got anything final. Yeah. Someone just came through and just ripped through a whole bunch of questions. Yes. Yeah, so people are just saying uh, people don't seem to be buying the boosted or the scooter. Yeah, and more and more people seem to be getting more educated on electric vehicles and see the benefit of them. And I've seen families, their their sons and everything that have been out as families, you know, going on skateboards, going off to the local cafe, going to the playground. It's it's an awesome day out if if you've got a couple of boards, a couple of electric boards or an, an EUC yeah. or whatever it is. We uh, we just brought on an ambassador from uh, Minnesota. Uh, his name's Scott Mendenhall. Um, yep. He has eight kids and eight. for Christmas, yeah, eight kids. And for Damn. Christmas, he bought uh, six one wheels. And so literally him and his wife and six of their, six of their eight kids, the, the, the other two are too young right now, but six of his eight kids all can ride one wheels and all six of them or all eight of them just ride around in the snow and everything on their one wheels. And they make like the coolest content. So would definitely recommend checking his channel out. It's it's so awesome to see his whole family. All his kids love one wheels. They're always asking to ride. It's just so cool. So damn cool. Um, he might be in I haven't list. I haven't gotten him up on the no? uh, up on the <laughs> ambassador page yet. He's not on there quite yet. Okay, cool. But no, you can see there, yeah, yeah, there's, there's Mario there. Para who's been listening. And um, I think you've got about twelve. 12 or so yeah, and we just brought on a few more last week. Um, so that's that page isn't up to date now, so I'll be adding some more uh, this week here. There's Joe W as well. He's one of the Evolve ambassadors too. And you've got Brandon. He's a pretty cool dude with all these YouTube videos and stuff as well. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah very cool. Yeah, so you've got a lot of worldwide exposure. Germany, a lot of people from New York and USA. Uh, yep. Canada, yep. Nah, it's very cool. Yep. Now you've set yourself up like super well. Um, I love being a part of what you do. These little things are little golden nuggets for being able to, you know, ride at nighttime. So if anyone hasn't got any, get onto the shredlights.com website. And um, they're very, like I find that the, the pricing of them is actually pretty reasonable as well. The support is insane. Um, very well made. Go Thank you. It. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I appreciate awesome. it. Nah, no drama. So yeah. thanks very much for uh, coming on. I know it's probably what? Yeah. 8.30 or something at night. Nine, nine o'clock. Yeah. Yep. yep. Time to go. Have, did you finish bad. that beer in front of you? Yep. Yep. Got it. Got it finished. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go get another one. Thanks for mate. I really yep. appreciate Eric. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Jay. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Anytime. Really, really had a lot of fun. Yeah. Me as well. All, All right. right. See you guys. See you mate. Bye. All right.
There goes Eric. I really appreciate Eric coming on. We have some pretty interesting things going on in uh, the chat there. I haven't seen that before. We've just got some people. Uh, I think he's just creating his own kind of usernames and everything but uh i'll probably increase the moderation next time but for the, all those that were commenting appropriately i really appreciate it james taylor i think you were the biggest commenter so yeah thanks very much for that six one wheels yeah imagine imagine adding that to the cart and getting those in uh from fedex or whatever you use it uh, that'd be an awesome order to receive coming up soon there's uh, an electric skateboard unboxing from transite i think it is and uh, that's going to be quite interesting to go and um, have a look at. The X-Way Flex, um, that is due here next week. Um, so I'll be reviewing that. If you haven't yet, go and check out Daniel Kwan's review, which I think came out overnight. Uh, it's amazing. It's long, but it's got so much information in there. Go and check it out. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, I'll be doing a review, but it won't be anything to do with the specs, which is what Daniel's done. I'll be doing more about what the ride feels. So, yeah, wait for that. It's going to be really good. And we've got an amazing abandoned building coming out this Tuesday. It's uh, one that I've been to before, but I've heard through contacts at the local council where this is. It's a massive mega mansion uh, that it's soon to be demolished. So, went there. There was cows walking around the actual property. Like you could even tell that the cows had been in this mansion, this this massive house, because um, there were cow pads all over there, or cow crap was all over the floor. So it's it's a bit messy in there. But look forward to that this Tuesday. It's going to be amazing. If you are interested in getting on Mario Para, I'll be knocking on your door soon. If you'd love to get on this chat, have a chat about electric vehicles, abandoned buildings, business ideas. If you've got an interesting story, let me know. Facebook.com slash JBostonYouTuber. Go check it out. I think that's enough. Let me know what you think about this time. I think we got less people at this time than what we normally do, which is normally about five hours from now. Uh, it'd be great to know what you think. Um, so again, really appreciate all the comments. Um, if you're in the comments just to annoy everybody, just don't do it. It's... It's all right. All right. I better go work on this tan. This tan is mint right now. Anyway, thanks, guys. I'm going to try and figure out how I do this outro. Where are we? I think this is it. See you guys on the next one. Take risk, reap rewards. Yeah.